0: Welcome to Lost in Possession podcast. Chelsea and Liverpool play on Tuesday and we thought what a good way to do a starting 11 for the all-time Premier League between the two. Let's get straight into it. Roll that intro. Welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First things first hit that subscribe button, please. It helps us more than you can, you know. And we want to grow the platform as much as possible. Now, just before we get into the starting 11s and our picks, Potter was sacked just, was it yesterday? Now, Jordan, let's hear your sort of initial reaction as a Chelsea fan. Has this come as a shock to you? And are you supportive of this decision or is it? a bad decision you can think of.
1: Yeah, I think it's a weird one. I mean, the timing of it, I think, was still surprising in terms of, you know, we had the game Saturday, obviously a very bad result, now down into 11th. But then for it not to be done Im- Im- sorry, immediately after um, and sort of to be done late on a Sunday evening felt a bit strange. So in that sense, it, it was surprising. I think the fact that... um We've given him a, a big five-year contract, obviously got him out of Brighton. I think from looking at it from that angle, it, it is surprising in the bigger picture because we thought as, as Chelsea fans, rightly or wrongly, you know, it felt like maybe this was the start of a new era um, where we actually keep managers for, for, for a few seasons and, and try and build a project. Um, and again, Reese, you've said it before with American owners, the Arsenal model, where they've, you know, stuck with Arteta through thick and thin. And, and at the minute, they're getting that payoff. Um, I think deep down, a lot of people didn't actually think he'd be sacked, even though the form was, was, was terrible. But I think in the end, the pressure from the fans, particularly on social media, and, and it's we've seen evidence that Bodhi does actually go on social media and, and check Chelsea, Twitter and the rest of it. So maybe in the end, I think his decision was probably influenced. Well, I mean, maybe that's a. Maybe that's a bit of a shot, but ultimately I think the fans have played the role in this sacking. if I'm being honest. That might sound crazy, but you can't spend, I'll say 300 mil because obviously everyone's saying 600 mil, but Potter's spent 300 mil and you can't be in 11th position in the league. Simple as that. You know, we're Chelsea Football Club, we win trophies and you can accept a bad season, but being in 11th place with the money spent and the quality is not acceptable. Um, and yeah, and in the end, I don't think he was the right character fit. Wish him no hard feelings, but we move on, and the old, the Chelsea we know and love will be back very, very soon.
0: Right, let's stop all the Potter talk. His magic has gone. Let's get into the starting eleven goalkeepers. I'm going to come to you, Reese. Who is your who's your goal of choice?
2: Pepe. Yes, Yes. It, it can't be anyone else. I mean, as good as Alisson's been, Petr Cech over the course of, since he signed in 2004 and, and left in 2015, you know, that was 11 years of very, very good quality. You know, probably could go down as even the best keeper in the Premier and maybe after Schmeichel. I don't know, but yeah, no brainer.
1: Yeah, I, this one was, was very easy. Probably one of the easiest of the lot. Um, check, 494 appearances over 11 years. Seventh most caps of all time, four Prems, four FA Cups, the iconic Champions League, Europa. Yeah. Absolute Man Mountain uh, and Premier League. And Chelsea legend. Petacek all the way.
0: Yep. Yeah. Three for three here with Petacek. I I think he's the best goalie in Premier League era. So this was just an obvious choice. Allison's done very well for Liverpool. Even though Liverpool are not doing well this season, I still think he's having a he's having a great season and he's kept actually Liverpool from being beaten more times. So there's no hard feelings to him, but yeah, it's check. I think a bit more trickier, right back. Let's go to you, Jordan, first. Who's your right back of choice?
1: Yeah, you're right. This one wasn't easy. Um, there was quite a few names and I did actually change my, my answer on this one. Um, I'll throw a few names who I was sort of, you know, had in my mind. Obviously, in terms of longevity and appearances, you've got Ariga at Liverpool, um, iconic for them. In terms of, you know, potential and, and winning trophies, you've got Trent at Liverpool as well. Um, obviously, young, not at the end of his career, but has accomplished so much already. In terms of quality and the person who looks that could be one of the best right backs, Reese James, but again, he's early in his career. So the man I settled on is the sixth most cap player in Chelsea history and it feels like he's been around forever he's accomplished literally every accolade there is Cesar Azpilicueta one of the most in my opinion criminally underrated defenders in in the Premier League era he's won every trophy no one ever expected him to be a big name or big signing um and as i said he's he's the sixth most cat player in Chelsea history and has won every single trophy. So I think over longevity has to be as
2: Piliqueta for me. Reese, do you agree? Um, no, actually. I, I actually went for Reese James. The only reason, uh, as silly as that sounds, you know, I don't even think he's made a hundred league appearances for Chelsea yet, but I think he's been outstanding. I think he's been everything that you want in a right back. Yes, Trent could have got there, but his form this season has perhaps suggested Otherwise, I think Reece James has been consistently above seven out of ten, near enough every game. And if he was fit more often, you know, he'd there'd be a lot more from him. So I, I personally had to go with Reece James on this. Well, that's
0: three for three where we all disagree. So we've gone from all agreeing to all disagreeing. I've gone Trent because of what, like Reece James, I think hasn't done it consistently because he's been injured and that does affect what the player does, in my opinion. And I think what Trent has done has been the highlight of changing the right-back position from the sort of... If you're probably the, one of the worst players of the team, you're normally the right-back, you're normally the left-back, you're normally a full-back. Kind of and I think Trent's changed that from his quality. He's Now, the only thing against it is this season. This season, he's been... I think there's no other word, terrible. So if he continues like this, (laughs) you can kick him out kind of thing. But I think from the quality he's shown, I don't think it's been seen by really any right back in the Premier League era. So I'm going with Trent. Now we've got three different decisions. I think we need to try and pick one to have an all-time team. Is anyone willing to concede their choice for someone else?
1: I, I think <laughs> this is all time prem. So I, I think for me, Reese James, it's too early to put him in it. That, that's my honest opinion. And he, in, in terms of quality, like if I had to pick a starting team now, I'd pick Reese James over any right back in the world, but on Premier League accolades, obviously he's not won one yet. He may well do in the future. I think it's got to be...
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'd... I think reese has got to make the decision here because I think we've both... Me and John, have both gone no to Reese James because we think it's a bit too early. I think it's Quetta or Trent.
2: I mean, his longevity, Aspilicueta, yes. Um, and his leadership, he's been outstanding. But I think I have to agree with Jamie. I think Trent changed the right-back position. So I have to go Trent. But I will admit, I think this position where... A low bar is probably very very harsh, but I'd argue there hasn't been like the most obvious choice, which is a good thing. So, so I'll, I'll go with Trent just because I think he changed the position of a right back. There we go. Let's go.
0: I'll go back to you, Jordan, for a centre back. Pick your one centre back, and I think we know who it's going to be. Yeah. But let's let's. You can have one on the board that I think we're all going to agree with.
1: Yeah, I'll get the obvious one. What's that? Boolaroo's or Del eh? Horne, Yeah, I'll get the obvious one out of the way. John Terry, captain, leader, legend. If you boys haven't got him in your team, I think we need to just delete the podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, outstanding. I don't even need to read off his accolades. In my opinion, and many people agree, he is one of the best centre-backs of all time. Definitely in the Prem. You know... The 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 stats just yeah I'll I'll read off some stats anyway we 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 love a good stat here nineteen years I think he in twelve of those nineteen years five Prem's four FA Cups three League Cups champ, uh, Champions League Europa League um, and and fifty seven goals as well you've got to bear that in mind which for a centre back is is pretty mad um, so yeah John Terry I hope you boys agree on that one at least
0: yeah I'm not gonna not gonna hide it I'm not gonna try and wind you up just. Yeah. Terry's in my team. Reese is it three for
2: three. <laughs> yeah, best centre back the Premier League's ever seen. Makes the lead yeah. senderos, in my opinion. So as far as I'm concerned, he's yeah, he's brilliant.
0: Right, I think this one's a bit more tricky. The other centre back. Reese, I'm gonna start with you on this one. Who have you gone for?
2: Well, I think this might be a bit of a shock actually, but this one spent is a Chelsea player. He spent six years with the club. And I think he was quite integral into bringing John Terry into who he is as a player, or who he was as a player. I've gone for Marcel Desailly. Carvalho was great. Jamie Carragher was great, and an honourable mention to Daniel Wagger, who was also great. And Van Dijk. But I believe Marcel Desailly is an outstanding was an outstanding centre back. I think he's one of the few players who won the Champions League twice in a row with two different clubs, Milan and Marseille. And I think he really helped. John Terry uh, form his own. I think he was a great, great player, and and six years out of him. Bearing in mind he was in his thirties when he joined, can't knock it. Jordan, have you got a Chelsea player or have you got a Liverpool player
0: or so?
1: From? I have gone with a Liverpool player for this one, and it, it this was again this was quite difficult to pick a second because there's a few players and, and Reese. You know, Carvalho is definitely one that came to mind because of that sort of defensive record that Mourinho era. Um, he had a big impact. I, again, Dessay quality player as well. Um, for me, it, it, I went with Van Dyke. I went with Van Dyke because for me, it, although he's only been at the club sort of five years, I think you talk about visibly seeing a, a quality player and a level above and the impact Van Dyke has had on that Liverpool defence over the last five years for me has just been sensational. You know, he came in as the big money sign-in, massively hyped, had to deliver, um, and he and he's absolutely delivered. Although, again, this season he's not been at his best. You know, that aside, what he's accomplished under Liverpool, you know, over 250 appearances, six major trophies. You've got to remember that 70-match unbeaten record at Anfield as well. It, just insane. And he, he has been a class above um, ever since signing. So I had to go with Van Dijk.
0: Yeah, my one... So, I was between two players. It was Carvalho was my other choice, I thought, because, obviously, the season he had with Terry conceding so little goals. Was it 15 goals in the league? Like, that's just unreal. That's technically... I know people will talk about Ferdinand, Ferdinand and Vidic, but that's technically the best Premier League centre-back pairing over definitely over a season. But I've also gone with Van Dijk. I think he's shown such a level that's not really been seen at centre-backs and the sort of the whole what whole year where he didn't get dribbled past once is sort of unreal for defenders who have got to put in tackles like he has Um, yeah, his form has dipped this season I think it has slightly dipped since his injury really, the one that Pickford took him out on but for what he was doing at that time and he's still at a high level now. Yeah, Van Dijk's my next choice to center back. On to a left back. I found this one quite easy. I don't know if you two did. But I'm going to start off and it's Ashley Cole. Um I think he's the best left back in Premier League history. Robertson, very, very good player. Just not on the level of Cole, and that's no disrespect to Robertson, in my opinion. Do you boys disagree? Got anyone different?
2: No, you have to go, Ashley Cole. Again, best left back in the Premier League, ever.
1: Yeah, I, I think I gave it away by nodding when, when you said him, but yeah, e- easy one there.
0: We've got Spotify listeners. Don't forget them, Jordan.
1: Oh, sorry. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they yeah, Spotify you. They listeners. I can't, can't hear a nod. <laughs> Spotify listeners it is actually Cole, Uh without a doubt again quick stats this is for Chelsea alone this is, isn't even talking about what he did for Arsenal which was unreal 338 appearances won the league the Champions League the Europa League four FA Cups in the League Cup the GOAT left
2: back yeah and he's an invincible as well isn't he you know I know that's with Arsenal but he's he's got it all yeah yeah absolutely
0: now, this is the position I found the hardest out of all of them. Sort of centre-defensive midfielder in the 4 formation. Who have you got, Jordan? Because I found this a struggle and I'm still not convinced on my answer just yet. <laughs> yeah, this, this was tough. And
1: I, I think I've picked someone who, who you won't have gone for, both of you. And there's so many honourable mentions on on this list of midfielders. I went for... Mcleley um now again I guess this is similar to your trend point but the impact that Mclely had not just on Chelsea but the the CDM position as a whole it is legendary you know it he literally almost renamed an entire position the Mcleley role for years and years um you know again it, it, in the whole scheme of it only 270 appearances with well, I mean, it's a lot, but compared to some of the names we're reeling off, isn't a lot. But In that time, you know, he achieved two Premier Leagues, two FA, uh, two League Cups, one FA Cup, and completely redefined what it means to be a CDM who can create chances, defend and cut off the play. Um, so for me, yeah, McAlealy and CDM.
2: Yeah, this is the easiest pick by far is Claude McAlealy. The man who, when he left, Zinedine Zidane famously said, "Why put another layer of paint on the Bentley when you're losing an entire engine?" You know that's that says it all. When you're getting praise like that, even Fernando Herrero said when he left Real Madrid, it was the end of the Galacticos. The player who literally went unnoticed on the pitch was the best player by far. He he was he was what everything a defensive mid- midfielder should be. So you can't can't go with anyone else. OK, so
0: yeah, he was in... So I had three names for this. Makaleli was one. The other was Kante, just for how good he's been. can even go from sort of a league back to back. You can talk about his Champions League performance against City, where he was the best player on the pitch, bar none. Um, He's been fantastic constantly. And the other name was a Liverpool player, Xavi Alonso. Absolute formidable player, and was sort of Liverpool fans absolutely love him because he was so great. But I don't think this make this makes it a bit easier when you to picked the same player. So <laughs> Makaleli will be the CDM. Um, what a player he was! Like, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Was a surprise leaving Real Madrid to go to Chelsea at the time, but once... He he proved himself to be still an unreal player and making a great decision. Him still moving.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, on to the centre mids. We've got two here. Is this going to be fairly obvious? Jordan, do you want to start off? Let's go with one of them. <laughs> Who are you going to pick?
1: Well, I'll start off with probably... The, the most obvious, in my opinion. Again, that's probably a debate for another day. But um, super Frankie Lampard, obviously, is in my midfield. Um, what what can you say about Lampard? He Not only has he achieved so much with Chelsea from such a young age, but he is on the list of Premier League all-time top scorers and he's a midfielder. That is why he, in my opinion will go down as one of the greatest, if not probably the greatest, in my opinion, in Premier League history, just because of those goals numbers. There's so many other players and we'll get to them in a moment, but that stat alone for me is the one that elevates him from anyone else, the goals that he has scored. Um, yeah, again, uh, quick, quickly reeling off some of the achievements, three Premier Leagues, Champions League, Europa League, four FA Cups, two League Cups. It, it's just ridiculous.
0: And don't forget Manchester City legend. <laughs> <laughs> Scoring against Chelsea as well, putting it in there. <laughs> Good fun. But no, I've got Lampard in as well. Reese.
2: I know this is the whole point of this, is to be the best. And on paper, yes, it's obvious who them two are going to be. So I thought, <laughs> so dear, so I'm going for someone else. <laughs> um, and I, I put Xavi on in the centre midfield position. Personally, I don't think I don't think Lampard and next player would ever work well in midfield. And they never did. We didn't, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be blunt it, got, it got proven it didn't. Let, let's be fair there. That's why I've gone with that. But in terms of the best, yes, he is. Yeah, we're
0: forgetting that the team might not actually work. But yeah. Okay. So let's get the next name out of the way. Steven Gerrard. Stevie G. Formidable player. Scoring goals left, right, and centre, and pretty much carrying that Liverpool team to trophies when they are not the Liverpool team that have been the last three or four seasons where they've had a overall great, great teams. Liverpool Gerrard's had to carry a poor Liverpool sides and still win them trophies. We can talk about his FA Cup goal against West Ham that kept him in, kept him in it to then eventually win the competition. It's constant things like that that make him one of the greats in midfield that some people class him as the best centre mid in Premier League history have you two got him in your team yeah
2: yeah I mean the reason I chose him over Lampard um like I said I do like Lampard but I think Gerrard just offered us something different like he said how many times was he the one digging Liverpool out of a hole let's be honest without Steven Gerrard would Liverpool have gone on to achieve I know they didn't achieve massive amounts under him but would they have gone on to win that check win that Champions League against Milan I very much doubt that you know I think of his integral roles and I think Lampard's class but I think that Chelsea team would have probably still been quite successful without Lampard it's it's I think Gerrard yeah has to go in just his sheer impact alone and
0: I do have to say I don't like that argument that people use when they're doing it. It's part it's also partly his fault for being in a worse side. So I don't like that when they say oh we did it great for a worse side because if you're in a worse side it's not always because he's obviously a big Liverpool fan but you're sometimes in that team because you're not as good as the other player. And you have a better team around it. That's the only thing. I, I agree, you should be in this team and all that. But I just, I just hate that argument. I've, I said was turned by us. Down. What was that?
1: No, I was, I'm saying to your to your point. His head was turned. I mean, he was always
2: almost going to come Chelsea. i yeah. have seen the sort of comments on that. Yeah. He can't be Mister. Yeah, that's I think he says about he's Mister Liverpool. Then he, but he still almost went to Chelsea. So, and I just think like as Bob well, almost went to Spurs. Isn't it? It's all yeah. really. I think, Reese, I obviously can't agree.
1: I mean, this is a Premier League all time team. And Gerard, I'll get it in early, has not won a Premier League. Um, whereas Lampard's won three. So for me, that debate is, is no brainer. But on Gerard, look, unreal player, iconic, Liverpool legend, 17 seasons, 700 appearances, ridiculous. Obviously, his most iconic uh, accolade is that Champions League comeback, without question. Also worth noting, Gerrard is in the top five all time Liverpool list for both appearances and goals, which is quite a rare, um rare accolade. And he was also named PFA player of the year eight times. So there you go. Some stats for you there. But yeah, Gerard, Gerard, no question in this in this side.
0: Moving on to our front three. Who have you got as your right winger, Reese?
2: Um I went Salah on the right. Obviously a man who's played for both. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, most of these players seem to have played for both in some capacity that were being linked, but Salah for me, I think, I think people can't underestimate just how good he's been since he signed in 2017. I mean, he was excellent for Roma, but come on, this is a whole different level of player. You know, this is, the he's gone above and beyond and under Klotz, you know, I suppose shooterage, if you will. Can't can't knock Salah.
1: Yeah. Jordan? Yeah, impossible, impossible to put someone else there for me. Um again, he's almost redefined to some degree that that right winger role with the stats he's been producing. Um, the golden boots, the 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 consistency, again, maybe slightly ignoring this season, but you know, last season, the the, the stuff he was doing and the season before that, and obviously when when they won the league. The things he's doing are just, you know, inhumane. It, it it's ridiculous, um, and you get excited. There's been so many great wingers over the years for both clubs, but no one has ever produced that level of of output from a wide position. Um, so for me, Mo Salah, hundred percent.
0: Yep, three for three. Salah, obviously, like you mentioned, his goals currently holds the most goals in a thirty eight game season of thirty two possibly going to be beaten by the Nordic meat shield is in Harland, but not happened. So he's still got that record to boast about, but formidable player. And I've seen him score against City way too many times. Um, Moving on to the left wing. Let's start with you, Jordan. There's a few players here who who definitely fit into this role.
1: Yeah, so... I am almost certain that you boys will not have gone for this one. Um he is the man I'll spin round and see if you can see for the big reveal. But it is Gianfranco Zola. Um my personal favourite Chelsea player of all time. Now, a lot of people who are non Chelsea fans obviously won't remember um won't remember Zola and won't have seen his clips now. I've got to talk about some of the things. I mean, first and foremost, if no one's seen any clips of Zola, you've got to go and watch the clip of his goal against Norwich in 2002. It is unreal. And if that um, if that doesn't define the level of quality this guy is, I don't know what I don't know what more you can ask for. Um, he, you know, by many, he, he's regarded as one of the best Italian attackers of all time. Um, in 2003, he was voted by Chelsea fans as the greatest ever player to play for the club. He was technically brilliant. He could score goals. He could take free kicks. One of the most skillful players I've ever watched, um, and had the the pleasure of watching. Um, Again, a couple of quick stats: U E F A Cup winners, Cup, U E F A Super Cup, two F A Cups, 312 appearances, and 80 goals. Um, Yeah, my favorite player of all time, and an absolute
2: joy, Gianfranco Zola. Reese, who have you gone for in the left wing position? I mean, it's a good shout, I and mean, he was one of my honourable mentions, but I've actually gone for Mane. Sorry, <laughs> I think again, I thought Joe Cole almost almost winning it himself, but I, I look at Mane and his achievements at Liverpool again took on a whole new level when he joined the club, and and let's be honest, look how much they probably miss him now. So I really think that Mane, I think it, it doesn't necessarily go noticed how good he actually is or was for Liverpool. So, I've gone Mane. I think he was outstanding. Being honest,
0: I didn't think of Zola. Um, He did slip my mind. I had an honourable mention for Mane as well. So, we are going three different players. I've gone for Eden Hazard. Now, I think he was, at one point, well, for a few seasons, was the best player in the Premier League. And... He doesn't have the, the goal and assist stats that people always look at in terms of players, but he was so exciting to watch and I think all Chelsea fans loved him and I think what probably damages his reputation is what's gone on since he left. It's, it's been a complete flop, but while he was at Chelsea he was so exciting so sort of important for that team and winning several trophies with you um now we've got to make a decision again i'm to be honest i'm happy to concede but it is a tough one where i'm going over i didn't watch zola that much i don't i don't have you know I, it's sort of like recency bias in a way, so that's where he would fall off on mine, and I would pick Mane.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, for what it's worth, Zola was basically the Hazard before Hazard was 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 Hazard. <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. Skillful, quick, pacey, energetic, but he could score free kicks.
0: <laughs> so I think, well, unfortunately, Jordan, as much as you'd love Zola to be in it, is going to lose. <laughs> Two to one on this. Done. I think there's a bit of a recency bias, but <laughs> I can I can only do what I've actually seen. That's fair. So now, finally, our striker's position. Now, I think I know who Jordan's going to go for. So I'm going to start with him because I think he's going to fight this one too for now to try and have him in. Jordan, give yeah. us your pick.
1: I mean, there's been a lot of good strikers, first and foremost, for both sides um to throw out some names obviously torres you can make a debate where he who who he was good for um
0: the debate i think he was only good for one of you
1: <laughs> louis, louis suarez as well uh jimmy floyd hasselbank but for me it's probably the biggest game player in in football history maybe that's that maybe that's too big but you know you talk about moments you talk about big game mentality and stepping up when it matters most. And in in Chelsea history, Didier Drogba is that man. Um, We all know, you know, I don't have to go over his accolades, but the iconic Champions League win for Chelsea, Chelsea's first, that alone for me puts him above so many other people in what he's done. Um, But his accolades are very, very good. And, And although he'll be remembered more so for that iconic Champions League, He's won four Premier League titles, four FA Cup, three league titles. And you've got to remember, you know, in, in, in so many of these finals, he was the man scoring, not just playing well, scoring that goal when it mattered time and time and time again. Um, so for me, the whole, he, he, he was the whole package and he made other players better. So for me, I had to go Didier Drogba.
0: Reese. You agreeing? Disagreeing?
2: No, I mean Djokovic was very, very close, and if this was a four-four-two, there'd have been no, no debate on that. He is, he was a good game player. Um, I thought about it. This is a really hard one because I think players, not so much in recent memory, but the likes of Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen, if you stayed at Liverpool long enough, would have definitely have, have been contenders there. Um, Suarez himself. I actually went for Luis Suarez though. I just. I know, yes, he didn't win that Premier League trophy. Yes, he's probably, you know, was won those sorts of trophies, but overall, you can't knock Luis Suarez. Like, what a player. Like, it wasn't just the way he played, like the goals he scored, like the audacity of some of his goals. You know, look at them goals he scored against Norwich, for example. I think I think all in all, I think if you include all competitions, it was 82 goals in 133 games for Liverpool, which is an insane record, bearing in mind that I think he's he's, Closing in on 500 career goals in total, you know. I think he's got about 470 something like that altogether in his career. You can't can't knock Lewis Suarez. I think what he did as a centre forward changed so so much. You know, uh, unbelievable. You know, and it was just um, just mesmerising watching him sometimes. Just the things he would pull off. You know, both in terms of goals and stupid behaviour. But he was, yeah, yeah, he, he was. To right maverick you couldn't couldn't knock him, and I think any team would have taken him. Anybody,
0: right? So that brings it down to me, and I was actually between both of them. Of course, they were they're both written on my list next to me, and it's a tough one because if I'm thinking of just Premier League era, Suarez wasn't there enough compared to what Drogba was. But if I wanted the player over a full season. I'd be picking Suarez. I do think that Didier Drogba is. Jordan's not going to like this, but he is slightly overrated as a whole striker. I think he's very good. He's like that's it's not that he's not very good. It's I don't think he's in the same caliber as these players. Some of the strikers that get mentioned. However, this is a Premier League eleven, so despite me calling him overrated. I am putting Drogba in my team. But if Suarez if I counted Suarez's whole career, he'd be over Drogba. But I'm not. So Drogba is going to be the striker.
1: I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you saved that horrible comment.
0: It's not, not a horrible him. comment. Four Premier Leagues. Four it's, Premier League trophies. It's not saying he's a bad player. It's never it's never that, but in terms of what you want the striker to do, he wasn't on the same level as Suarez in, term of, in terms of goals. But we're talking Premier League only and he performed it in that Premier League era under Chelsea massively. So I'm going to quickly read out the team that we've decided for the best 11 Premier League team between Chelsea and Liverpool. Checking goal. Trent as right back. Terry. Van Dijk. Cole as left back. McAuley, CDM, lampard Gerard, of course, Salah right wing, Mane left wing, and Didier Drogba up front.
1: Boom. What a team that is. Well, maybe not. Gerard and Lampard, maybe they wouldn't work together after all, as we, as we saw with England. But uh, as always, that wraps us up for another episode. By all means, please let us know in the comments on Instagram, on TikTok. Have we missed anyone? We covered a lot of positions, but I'm sure there's always players and and maybe some stats we've missed off as well. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.